0: educating empowering and inspiring you to live healthier is our mission so let's begin this is episode number 98 of the life strength to health podcast i'm kim and i'm joined with jamal
1: greetings everyone
0: and uh peace and blessings yes and thank you for joining us this week and if you haven't had a chance to listen to episode 97 which was actually our episode about two weeks ago. And I'll get into why we missed last week's episode. Um, but if you haven't listened to that, the title of the episode was The Rule of Five. And that was an episode on mindset and a way to um, actually reach your health goal by applying this principle called The Rule of Five. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, just go to com forward slash nine seven. So um, as I mentioned, we did not release an episode last week. Um, We had a great time. We went away to our temple retreat. It was a spiritual retreat in the beautiful mountains of upstate New York. And we were there for four days off the grid in nature. We had an amazing time. Um, We do it each and every year. And um, so that's one of the reasons why. But yes. we are back in the office, recharged, rejuvenated, um, and ready to go and and serve you, our audience, and helping you to feel and look your best naturally. And um, also... We are closing in on episode number 100. Two more episodes to go. I cannot believe it. Um, it just seemed like we started not too long ago. And um, so we're coming close to that. And in episode 100, we're going to have a special guest with us joining us for that episode. So make sure you stay tuned for the next two episodes. And lastly, one other thing I wanted to address before we dive into the organic food for thought is I mentioned this in the last episode, but we have a health dispensary, and this is a way that you can access high quality, top quality, practitioner grade products that some some of them you're not able to access in most you know uh, places where you would get health products. Um, we have our health dispensary, and on there you we have recommended products and um, you can also search the entire database and you will get full access to the products that we normally um, offer to our clients and you will get 10% off of that and you can get qualify for free shipping for any order Over $49 So to check out Our health dispensary Just go to Lifestrengthandhealth.com For slash wellness It's really quick It's free to set up an account You just put your email in Confirm the email And you're up And ready to go So I just want to remind Everyone about that
1: Yes Uh, Let me just say something About that Uh, A lot of times Our clients will come Into the office And they'll bring in they're supplements for me to take a look at. A lot of them I take a look at, and they're not the greatest. Um, we have access to a lot of different health products out there. Like when you go to a health food store, they don't have just like one uh vitamin A. might be five of them up there. And how do you know which one is the best? Right. Some people will just buy the most inexpensive one. And then others will assume that the most expensive one is the best, so they just get that. But um, you need a way to be able to make sure that what you're getting is good quality. And a lot of people, they just don't know. So one of the things about uh, our dispensary is that everything... Uh, that we offer is practitioner strength, high quality. So you know that anything that you're getting from that site is going to be very good quality, therapeutic, highly absorbable. So you can uh, shop with confidence and not have to wonder if you're getting the right one or not.
0: Right. And like I mentioned, to access the health dispensary, just go to lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash Wellness. So now let's segue into this week's organic food for thought. And this or this week's organic food for thought was inspired from our recent uh, retreat that we went to this past week. And, you know, we were up in the mountains uh, in upstate New York. And it's very beautiful there. But one of the things that you have to be mindful of is ticks because you're out in nature, out in, you know, the forest and trees. And where we're at, they have a lot of ticks and you have to make sure to check yourself each and every every day, actually. So in this week's Organic Food for Thought, we're going to discuss deer, ticks and Lyme disease. So Lyme disease is caused by the bacterium Borrelia burgdorferi and is transmitted to humans through the bite of infected black-legged ticks. Typical symptoms include fever, headache, fatigue, and a characteristic skin rash called erythema migrans. If left untreated, infection can spread to the joints, the heart, and the nervous system. So Lyme disease is something that you certainly don't want to play around with and ticks, you know, is one way that you can contract Lyme disease. And I just want to talk a little bit about deer ticks. Um, deer ticks are smaller than dog ticks and not all deer ticks are infected with the Lyme disease agent only ticks that have fed on infected animals and usually the most common is our white footed mice so ticks that have fed on these white footed mice um, and become infected that's about only 50% of the dare ticks that are um, infected with Lyme disease it takes 24 to 48 hours to transmit Lyme disease so if you're out in the woods and you do have a tick it's important to remove it properly between before 24 to 48 hours Hours. Another thing about deer ticks is that they don't jump, hop or swim or fly. They just crawl and they usually grab on to people or animals that brush up against their plants near ground level. And then they crawl upwards towards to find a quiet place for their blood meal. And ticks, they live in wooded area, brushy areas that provide food and cover for mice, deer and other animals mammals. So the ideal tick environment is a very humid place and your exposure will be greatest along trails in the woods and fringe areas between woods and the border while they they will wait patiently on the tips of vegetation for an unsuspecting host to walk by. So I want to cover some ways to minimize your risk of Lyme disease because, you know, this is a very serious thing. And when you talk about deer ticks, but you certainly don't want to like, shield yourself from nature. You don't want to live in fear. You just have to be mindful and prepared and learning how to deal with ticks um, so you do not get infected with Lyme disease. So some ways to minimize your risk of Lyme disease is one is to cover your body when you're out in nature to cover your body. So if the deer ticks do get on you, it's on your clothes. Another thing is to wear repellent, Um, you know, wear a good a uh, natural bug repellent. I think I mentioned in last episode we have a, a good, really good bug repellent that we used this past week on our spiritual retreat. It is in our health dispensary, and you can get that at health dot com forward slash wellness. We have a suggested one in there that is really, really good. It doesn't have the DEET and other harmful chemicals in it. But if you wear repellent, that's another way to minimize the risk. Check your body for ticks. For us, each and every night. Jamal, myself, so or we would check so or we would check ourselves, you know, go over your entire body. If you have a partner or mate, your husband or wife, have them look over your body. You know, you can never look over your body enough. So that's another way to um, minimize your risk of Lyme disease. Um, The next thing is to remove the ticks properly. We have a tool um, that can get under the tick and lift it out of the skin. Um, One of the women from the retreat center, um, she also um, offered her services because you have to remove it properly. You want to get the whole tick out of your skin because they kind of latch in. And sometimes it looks like a bump, like the ticks are so small. So you want to be able to get that out um, properly. You don't want to use a tweezer. Um, You have to remove it properly. Um, Another way to minimize your risk of Lyme disease is to shower soon after being outdoors. Um, that's another way to minimize. And another way is if you're not able to wash your clothes, uh, you know, immediately, and if you're out, throw your clothes in the dryer before you put them in a the hamper. That is another way to minimize the risk of Lyme disease. And lastly, if you're worried about an insect bite, then go see your health practitioner and get that, you know, reassurance that everything
1: is okay. So these are some ways to minimize your risk of Lyme disease. Yeah, And I just want to say that um, it may seem a little abstract, just kind of talking about Lyme disease. And you may say to yourself, well, well, that doesn't apply to me. But if you live in um, the U.S., on the east coast especially the northeast that's one of the things that we have to deal with and that's ticks because of our our uh, deer population you know um that's what they like and uh, where deers are. So if you're seeing deers, then, you know, it's a possibility that ticks are there. If you see deer in your backyard, deer in your park, uh, deer uh, in the community, then you know that there's a possibility that ticks can be there. A lot of times we look at these different areas uh, in the world and they have these um, kind of poisonous animals, from you know scorpions to snakes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have our own dangerous things, and, and you know the uh, the deer tick is definitely one of those things. And a lot of times, uh, just from being in your backyard, um, you can contract the tick. And there are a lot of people that. Uh, are diagnosed with Lyme disease and they had no idea that they were even bitten by a tick because right. a lot of times the tick will let's say if it gets in an area that is not so detectable it will fully feed and then once the tick is uh, fed it falls off so you could get a tick on you and and not even know it and it goes through its full life cycle and you know it's a possibility that you know you can catch something from that so what what I say is, whenever you're going in uh, the wilderness, you're going to a park, um, you're going to to obviously the woods, um, spending a long day outside in nature. I think that if you live in this region, it's a good idea to to just um, scan your body uh, for for ticks. Make sure that that you're good to go. It doesn't take long to do, but the prevention uh, goes a long way. Yes, certainly.
0: So now let's segue into this week's episode. And the title of this week's episode is we're going to cover the top five everyday products that are bad for your health. And when you're talking about achieving good health, sustaining it, some of the most important things are the things that you do daily daily. Um, for your health, things that you put on your body, um, things that you eat. It's things that you do consistently over time that determines your health. And in this week's episode, we're going to cover our top five everyday products that are bad for your health.
1: Yes. Uh, let me just say that uh, these particular five that that we chose are things that people are doing and don't realize that, uh, that they're harmful a couple of things you probably do but many of the things on this list Are things that people don't consider to be harmful and a lot of times when? Uh, you don't see something as harmful you do it more often, especially when you think it's healthy So there right. are some things on the list that people actually consider to be healthy and they're really not mm-hmm. and I know it's gonna be a little Shocking it's gonna be a little disappointing but hey The truth will definitely set you free. So we would rather get you the right information as opposed to just not talking about it.
0: Right. And it's that saying ignorance is bliss. But in this case, ignorance isn't bliss like this is not these items aren't serving you. And like Jamal said, you could be using these things each and every day, but not fully being aware of the detrimental effects.
1: Yes. So the first thing we're going to cover is canola oil. Yeah, canola oil is a tough one because it's really pushed as a health food. A lot of people think that it's healthy. And if you check most of the packaged products out there, it contains canola oil. The problem with canola oil is that 90% of the canola oil on the market is made from genetically modified organisms. And uh canola oil itself is made from the uh the rapeseed um and uh it's native to to Canada. And the thing about uh canola oil is it's very heat sensitive. So uh, when they use the heat because they have to use high levels of heat to extract the oil, it becomes automatically rancid and it creates a level of hydrogenated oils and trans fats. And we've spoke about this on our um episode about fats. We did a series on a three part series on fats and we talked about the dangers of trans fats and hydrogenated oils. But well, most people know how dangerous those are. So um, it automatically just from the way that it is processed, it contains hydrogenated oils and uh, the high heat actually creates um, different odors and they use detergents um, and solvents uh, in the process of extracting this oil and they even deodorize and use bleaching agents. So these things, um, not only have an effect on, um, your cells, but it also is going to have an effect on your gut and your immune system as well. So a canola oil is uh, number one on our list. One of those bad fats, the bad fats, they actually will um, cause cellulite uh, on the body and so many other things as far as um High uh, cholesterol. They will raise your high your cholesterol. They will also raise your blood pressure. So, so many reasons why you want to stay away from these bad fats. And uh, canola oil is definitely one of those things you want to avoid. Right.
0: And I will list a three part series that we did on fats in the show notes pages of this
1: episode. The next item on our list is soda. Now, soda is pretty obvious people know that uh soda isn't good for us but we still wanted to put it on the list because it like can never be spoken about enough <laughs> yeah and and, and a, a good way to to know that is because if you walk through the grocery store and you hit that soda aisle it's packed right like it's it is the whole aisle is packed of soda so if the soda aisle is still packed, People then, are buying yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> like it's still, it's still a hot item.
0: It's, it's addicting. I, you know, the struggle is real if you still, you know, drinking it, but it's
1: it's not worth it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. certain, certain things, you know, you can see over time the aisle diminishing, but that soda is going strong. Mm-hmm. So it's still a lot of people out there drinking soda, not seeing it as a big deal, uh, just switching and drinking diet soda and, you know, uh, calorie free, sugar free soda sodas but yes soda overall we know it's unhealthy for us we just want to remind you that um it's one of those things that you really need to uh to leave alone
0: also i mean we don't watch regular tv as you know anymore but i don't even think i see commercials i don't think i see um like soda commercials as much like I think they don't even have to market as hard
1: yeah because it's already it's, it's, it's just grains. out there yeah i I tell you when I do see it though when, when we go to the movies like what well, the yeah. concert that was one of the major yeah the concerts movies they go hard with pushing the soda oh, that's
0: true yeah. and the
1: previews yeah and you see people with those huge sodas there mm-hmm. now, another thing that I that I see is um you know parents giving their children soda you know and uh, that's just really not a good idea for, for our children and helping them to develop into, into the people that they need to, to become.
0: Right. Yeah. So the next item
1: is fruit juice. I know this one is going to be a hard one to swallow because, um, mainstream health has taught us that, you know, juice is healthy and, you know, giving our children, you know, juice is a good thing. But the truth is that the juice that you're buying from a bottle, um, it actually has more sugar in it than soda. You know, comparing eight ounces of juice to eight ounces of soda, juice has five more grams than soda does. So it actually has more. And the thing is, if you have sugar in your body, it doesn't matter if it's coming from fruit. It doesn't matter if it's coming from sugar cane, if you. You don't have anything to slow it down as far as like fiber and fat and just the natural occurring things that are inside of the whole plant. It's going to have the same effect in your body. It's still going to affect your blood sugar levels, your immune system, your bones and your teeth being able to remineralize. It's still going to have an effect on that. So we highly recommend to get away from the the bottled juices, because what they do with these juices is they boil them. They boil your juices and they concentrate the sugar even more. And we know that it, it no longer has the whole fruit within intact and it becomes very unhealthy. So you want to try to avoid fruit juice. If you are going to uh, give your child or even yourself drink fruit juice, I recommend uh, cons- like Consuming it like a delicacy, mm-hmm. first of all, and then second of all, um, juice it yourself with a, with a good quality juicer because at least some of that fiber and phytonutrients are going to go in. It's raw. It's not being uh, boiled. Uh, that's the best way to have it occasionally. If you are going to buy juice from a bottle, it should be cold pressed, mm-hmm. which is a little bit better, and even then... Special circumstances, a delicacy, a special occasion, you're doing a cleanse or something like that. But you really want to get away from the concentrated juices or smoothies where you're going to blend up the whole food. Uh, then you're going to get everything intact. So want to try to stay away from the fruit juice. Right. The next item is dryer sheets. So out of everything on the list, this is the only non-food A lot of people don't know dryer sheets are extremely toxic, right? Um, gets in your clothes, these chemicals that they use, they use these chemical scents that actually will have an effect on your lungs, your lung function and will agitate and contribute toward asthma, and uh, when it gets on uh, your clothes and in your skin, it can have uh, an effect on your kidney and your liver function overall. So very toxic stuff. The, uh, the, the dryer sheets. Um, so, you know, you really want to try to to avoid those. Um, even in the environment, you know, they they um, pollute the environment when they blow out uh, of your your dry event as well.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. All right. And the final item on our top five of everyday
1: products that are bad for your health are water bottles. Now, the water bottle is interesting because I know this is probably shocking. Everyone It's like, water bottles, what do you mean? Because I know a lot of people are starting to drink uh, more water, they're carrying their bottles around. But the truth is, is that the bottles are toxic, right? Um, contains a lot of toxic, uh, the chemical known as BPA, which is bisphenol A. Uh, it's a carbon-based synthetic compound. And uh, basically, that's in the bottles. And then when you um, put the water in the bottle, they put the, that water in, in the bottle when the bottle is hot. And this chemical actually gets inside of the water. It's not just bottled waters. It's in most plastic. It's in canned and packaged things. But... Uh, we spend so much time drinking water every day. We decided to go after uh, that first. You want to be mindful of that. The BPA is so toxic. It disrupts the body so much that you really want to avoid it. So, you know, if you had an a, an occasional, uh, you know, bottle of water, it's not a big deal. But when you're consuming it every single day, that's when it begins to disrupt the body. And it just is so much information out there as far as how it affects fertility. In um, men and women, but especially men, the way that it um, affects our hormone levels, we should avoid these plastic bottles as much as possible. You know, you want to keep your uh, plastic consumption to a minimum, right? It, uh, one of the more disturbing BPA toxic effects is its role on infertility. One of the most Recent and robust studies research from the University of Boue in Cameroon set out to see what is the latest data uh, has to say about BPA and the fertility connection. So I'm going to read a couple of these, and these are huge. BPA affects hormone balance and causes male reproductive dysfunction. BPA has been found to produce several defects in embryos, such as feminization of male fetuses, Atrophy of the testes And the epididymides Increased prostate size Shortening of AGD Disruption of BTB And alteration of adult sperm parameters That's crazy Yeah BPA affects the Hypothalamic Pituitary Testicular axis By altering hormones in adults Which has been linked to sperm dysfunction Men Occupationally exposed to BPA had high blood urinary BPA levels and abnormal semen parameters. Men exposed to BPA also displayed reduced libido and erectile ejaculatory difficulties. So this is serious, man. Um (laughs) I mean Yeah Yeah I mean think about What we just said Rewind it Listen to it You know You need to stay away From those plastic Bottles uh, uh, women are also affected. A 2013 study from Jilin Medical College in China found that long term exposure of female mammalians to BPA can lead to endocrine disorders, followed by the morphological and functional changes in ovary, uterus, vagina, and oviducts, which have been linked to cause fertility issues. And these negative effects are seen in women who get pregnant naturally as as well as those who are trying to get pregnant via in vitro uh, fertilization, impacts on the prostate gland and fetuses, uh, infants and children, along with brain and behavior impacts at doses most people are exposed to every day. So this is real serious for men and women. And we're in a time where a lot of couples are having challenges uh, with uh fertility and and having children so there's so many different causes and um contributors to that. And this mm-hmm. is definitely one of those things. So I know you're probably thinking, well, what do I do about water? Um, the first thing is uh, I, I would suggest that uh, you try to get something um, that doesn't have BPA in it. Uh, they have uh, water that they sell in glass bottles. That's a, a possibility. And now one of the things that's on the uprise that we're seeing is actually water that, uh, that, they're making cartons. So now, uh, you can buy carton water. Right. Um, you can go to a fresh spring, which is what we try to do as often as possible. You can go to a fresh spring and fill up water from a fresh spring. Um, a website. Uh, is uh, findaspring.com and you can put your uh, zip code in there wherever you are in the country and it will let you know the closest natural springs that you can go mm-hmm. and get fresh, real, wild spring water made for our bodies and you can fill it in glass or uh, BPA-free bottles mm-hmm. or steel Bottles. Mm-hmm. Um, another option is to get a high-powered water filter, right, and filter your water and store your water in something safe. So those are, are definitely uh, better options as opposed to all of these bottles. And not to mention, right, not to mention that as far as pollution is concerned, we have a bottle problem. Like these plastic bottles are really uh, polluting and destroying the earth, especially when you don't recycle the them. They take 300 years to uh, decompose. Mm. So it's really causing a problem as far as garbage is concerned. So not just with your body, but from a environmental perspective, the plastic is no good either.
0: Right. So these are our top five everyday products that are bad for your health. Um, We can probably add so many more to this list but in this episode these are the top five products that um, we wanted to cover in this episode and as we mentioned you could be using these products and not realize the detrimental effect that you are having on your health. Yes. So, thank you for listening to this episode. For access to the show notes pages, where we'll list um, information, all the information that was discussed in this episode. Just go to health dot com forward slash nine eight. And thank you for listening. Please share this episode with anyone that you feel would benefit from it. Stay tuned for next week's episode, which is episode number ninety nine. And before we go, we just want to let you know that this episode was sponsored sponsored by Life Strength and Health. And Life Strength and Health is our wellness center in New Jersey where we help people to feel and look their best naturally because it's time and you deserve it. So to learn more about how we do that, the services that we offer and so much more, just go to lifestrengthandhealth.com. Okay, so thank you again for listening. And until next time, live healthier.
1: Yes, live healthier, everyone. Peace and blessings.
0: We want to say thank you for listening to the show and for access to the show notes pages, more podcast episodes, blog content, as well as more information about our center, life strength and health, then just visit us at com. Until next time, live healthier.